Hello and welcome to Sese Says So. This is a biology revision podcast aimed to help you with your GCSE biology revision. In each episode, I focus on a different biological topic. And in this episode, we will be looking at the topic of ecology. So by the end of the episode, you should be able to know the definition of key ecology terms, describe some of the feeding relationships that take place between organisms, and describe an investigation showing how to measure samples of organisms. So, without further ado, let's get into it. There are a number of key terms within ecology that are used, so this segment will be dedicated to going through some of these key terms. Population. These are organisms of the same species found in an ecosystem at any one time. Community. All living organisms present in an ecosystem at any one time. Ecosystem. All living and non-living components interacting with each other in a particular area. Habitat. The place where a specific organism lives. Abiotic. Any non-living or physical factor, for example the weather. Biotic. Any living or biological factor, for example predators. Decomposers. Organisms that break down organic material. Producers. An organism, usually a plant, that photosynthesizes to produce food. Consumer. An organism which eats other organisms. Omnivore. Animals that eat both plants and meat via eating other animals. Carnivore. Animals that eat only animals. Herbivore. Animals that eat only plants. And finally, trophic level, an organism's position in a food chain, web and pyramid. Okay, well it's time for our first pit stop. In this pit stop, you have to identify the ecology term based on the following definitions given. Number one, an organism's position in a food chain, web or pyramid. Number two, an organism, usually a plant that photosynthesizes to produce food. And finally, number three, all living organisms present in an ecosystem at any one time. Okay, you know what to do. Pause the podcast, think about the answers to those terms, and we'll be back with the correct answers in three, two, and one. So based on the definitions given, you had to identify the correct ecology term. So number one, an organism's position in a food chain, web and pyramid. This describes the trophic level. Number two, an organism, usually a plant that photosynthesizes to produce food. This describes the producer. And then finally, number three, all living organisms present in an ecosystem at any one time. This describes a community. So if you got those statements and the definitions correct, well done. And now we're going to move on into the second segment. All living organisms gain their energy by carrying out nutrition, remember Mrs. C. Merg. The feeding relationships amongst organisms can be displayed as a food chain. This is when we start to incorporate some of the key ecology terminology from the previous segment. A food chain shows what organism is eaten by what organism in an ecosystem. It also shows the linear flow of energy from one organism to the next. For example, a green plant is eaten by a mouse, which is eaten by a snake, which is eaten by a reptile. The original source of energy in a food chain is the sun. 
The first trophic level of the food chain is always a plant. This is why they are often referred to as producers as they make their own food. So in our example of the food chain, the producer is the green plant. To show the flow of energy, we use arrows between the organisms. So an arrow will come after the green plant, introducing us to the organism at the second trophic level. The organism in this position will always be a herbivore as they only eat plants. They are also referred to as the primary consumer. In our example, this is a mouse. An owl will come after the mouse, pointing us to the next trophic level, which is the third trophic level. The organism in this position will be a carnivore, as they only eat animals and therefore meat. They are also referred to as the secondary consumer. In our example, this is the snake. An owl will come after the snake and point us to the next trophic level, which is the fourth trophic level. The organism in this position will also be a carnivore, and they are also referred to as the tertiary consumer. In our example, this is the reptile. As you move further up the food chain, energy is loss. The maximum number of trophic levels in a food chain is five, as there is not enough energy after the fifth organism efficient for another organism to feed off. It should be noted that food chains are the simplest form of showing feeding relationships between organisms. Food webs are a number of interconnecting food chains that can show feeding relationships between organisms. Okay, well it's time for our second pit stop. Listen to this example of a food chain and then answer the questions that follow. Oak leaves are eaten by caterpillars, which are eaten by ground beetles, which are eaten by small birds. Okay, so question number one. Based on the example of the food chain, what organism is the producer? Question number two. What organism is the secondary consumer? And finally, question number three, what organism is at the third trophic level? Okay, well, pause the podcast, think about those answers, go back and listen to the example of the food chain just in case you've forgotten, and we'll be back with the correct answers in three, two, and one. So, the example of the food chain I gave you was the oak leaves are eaten by caterpillars, which are eaten by ground beetles, which are eaten by small birds. So question number one asks you what organism is the producer and the correct answer for this is or are sorry the oak leaves. Question number two asks what organism is the secondary consumer and the correct answer for this ground beetles. And then finally question number three asks what organism is at the third trophic level and the correct answer for this ground beetles again. Okay so if you got the answers to those questions correct Awesome job. And now we're going to move on into the final segment. Ecologists like to investigate the number of organisms in a specific area. As you can imagine, this can be very time consuming to count every single plant in a given area. Instead, a small representative sample can be counted. This will be done using an instrument known as a quadrat. This is a square frame that varies in sizes and kind of looks like a square version of the main part of a tennis racket. So you know how you have the tennis racket and then you have the mini squares within the tennis racket. Imagine that, but in a square frame. 
So when carrying out this investigation, it needs to be made sure that it's carried out randomly to reduce bias in the results. So step number one, identify an area of land where the investigation takes place. Lay down measuring tapes to section off the area. Step number two, use coordinates from the measuring tapes to randomly place the one meter squared quadrat. Step number three, count all the organisms in the quadrat. Step number four, repeat this a number of times. And then step number five, multiply the number of organisms by total area you selected in meters squared. The reason for this is for more reliable and representative results. Okay, well, it's time for our final pit stop. Okay, so these are the end of episode summary questions. So get a notepad, book or phone so that you can write down your answers. Question number one, what is the name of the instrument that can be used to estimate population size in a field? Question number two, why is it important that this investigation is carried out randomly? And then finally, question number three, why is there a maximum of five trophic levels in a food chain? Okay, pause the podcast, give yourself a chance to write down those answers and we'll be back with the correct answers in three, two and one. So you had to answer the following questions. So question number one, what is the name of the instrument that can be used to estimate population size? The correct answer for this is quadrat. Question number two, why is it important that this investigation is carried out randomly? The correct answer for this is it reduces bias and leads to the production of more reliable results. And then finally, question number three, why is there a maximum of five trophic levels in a food chain? The correct answer, energy is lost throughout the food chain. So after the fifth trophic level, there would not be enough energy to provide for another organism. So if you got those answers correct, well done. Give yourself a pat of the back. You've clearly been listening to this podcast very well. And now we're going to move on into the closing segment. So there you have it, guys. Ecology in a nutshell. Remember, these episodes are here for you to listen to. So take full advantage of them. Be sure to follow me on my social platforms at Cesse Cesso on Instagram for daily biology updates and subscribe to my podcast channel, which can be found on most streaming platforms. Join me again for the next episode where I'll be reviewing the topic excretion. Why? Because Cesse says so.